My name is Kathy Shirley. I am the Director of Technology and Media Services for the Escondido Union School District. Escondido is a K-8 district in North San Diego County. We are using all of the iPod models in our district in various ways. The Shuffle is being used for audio content as a nice little checkout device. We're using the Nano and the Classic with a third-party voice recorder, primarily for audio types of activities, reading, reading fluency, reading comprehension. We're using the iPod Touch with the advent of the applications in all areas. After we started using the iPod Nano and the voice recorders in our iRead program, people start realizing I could do this and I could do this. And so all these offshoot programs happen. One of those was the use of the iPod Shuffle as a tool to send home with kids. There's actually a teacher in Oregon who did this same little kind of program. She called it Reading Buddies, and we introduced that to our iPod group, and a lot of them took that and actually kind of ran with it. What they did is they created playlists of either audio recordings, audio books, or the teacher's recording. Then they would sync these to the iPod shuffles, put them in a little plastic tub with a set of earphones and barcode kind of thing, and check it out just like a library book. So... It was a natural device to put content on, check it out to kids, and then the kids would bring those back the next day. One of the little research pieces that we've found as we're looking at why this is making such a difference is there's a study called the 30 million word gap. They found that lower income children, by the time they're three years old, have heard 30 million words less spoken to them. So that by the time they're in kindergarten, we're looking at perhaps 60 million words. Just that exposure to language and audio. So the iPod Shuffle program was a way for teachers to easily put audio content onto a device and send it home with kids. The kids, of course, are engaged in wanting to either listen to their teacher's voice or a story being read to them and got exposed to a lot of audio content, which is important for a second language learner. One of the things that comes up often with using the iPod in the classroom is where do we get the content? Our teachers are using either audiobooks that they have subscribed to and putting that on there. There are audio CDs that actually come with all of the reading series now. So what our teachers have done is they've just imported all those CDs into iTunes created playlists surrounding the stories, and then using GarageBand, teachers are able to record themselves. There is so much content that educators have access to that is free. You've got iTunes U, iTunes K-12, just the various free other audio files that are on iTunes. One of the pieces that we really like in our district is the Lit to Go from the University of South Florida on iTunes U. And that's all public domain literature with the text that goes along with it so that the teachers can combine both the text and the audio files together. It's such a rich source of information and audio content for us. A story that a teacher of mine and I like to tell is the story of a little boy who was in the Reading Buddies program and kept checking out the same iPod shuffle with the same story on it over and over again. And the teacher could not figure out why this child kept checking out the same story and was trying to encourage him to check out a different one. Come to find out, the story on that iPod shuffle was being read by a man. And this little boy had never heard a male read him a story before. So we can't put a measure sometimes on the effect that these devices are having on student lives.